This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Today was a really special day because I got to talk to Stuart Goodbody, who is the director of communications at one of my absolute favorite organizations, the Girl Scouts. You're going to hear all about her career and how she actually was on the agency side working for the Girl Scouts when she realized that this was her passion and she loved it enough that she wanted to jump in full time. You'll hear all about the message of the Girl Scouts, one that I love and that resonates so, so clearly in this day and age. Take a listen. Welcome, Stuart, to the show. Thank you, Carrie. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you. And you know, when I was reading about what you've done in your career, I was really, really impressed. So I would love Thank for you. you. Yeah, it's big. It's big. And I would, I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit of that story because just reading it is really impressive. But I think hearing it from you is something that will add like color and life to that story. Certainly. Um, I have to say, I think going back to college, um, when I started taking women's studies classes, and that was a big light bulb moment for me. I still mm-hmm. hadn't really realized that that could be a future career. Yes. But the fact that I could take a class about something that was so um, so much a part of my life and um, my experience and, and other people had opinions and there was this history behind it that um, we could really dive into, that to me was amazing. Mm. I, had, I had the best time. So I, I majored in um, women's studies and, and English in college at Skidmore. And fast forward to, you know, starting off on my career, trying a few different things, getting into public relations, which I actually didn't even know what that was mm. until I got my first job in PR. Mm. Um, but I was a good writer and that's such an important skill. So um, moved forward, tried a lot of different types of clients. And I finally started um, working on the health side um, for a couple of different consumer campaigns around smoking cessation, mm. with Leg- American Legacy Foundation, um, and, uh, what was, what was the other, anyway, um, and I was like, this is, this feels good. You so know, I'm purpose not, driven. Purpose. You, I'm not yes. selling something to yes. somebody. Yes. I'm educating people. I'm opening their minds. I'm changing the world maybe right mm. in my own little way. Um, and that was very rewarding for me. So from that point on, I decided I really want to get into, um, cause philanthropy, nonprofits. Um, and, and I grew up in a really cause-oriented philanthropic family. So amazing. So you yeah. knew you wanted to do something with purpose. Yes. And it sounds like you got into PR kind of just knowing that you were a good writer. Yes. Okay. And so how did you then develop and and grow that and make that a part of your career? Because your whole career story really lends itself to that. Exactly. Exactly. So here and there, I would, um, you know, when you work at a PR agency, I was on the agency side for many, many years. Um, you can't always pick and choose the clients you want to work yeah. with. 
So I would always try to at least have one or two college related clients in my portfolio. So I loved that. And soon after working with KitchenAid for a few years, um, I moved back to a little bit more of consumer packaged goods, um, a couple of things here and there that felt good. And then I moved on to Sunshine Sacks. And I know you have some friends over love there. Sunshine Sacks. So that that's like, what, first of all, what I loved was that you worked on like CPG brands, you worked on, on brands, mm -hmm. but that you also found the cause related kind of corporate responsibility stuff within the brands. That That's a great opportunity to be able to work on that kind of stuff. And then moving to Sunshine Sacks, tell our listeners a little bit about that, because that to me is like the most perfect fit for you ever listening to your sort of history and trajectory. Definitely. And, and Sunshine Sacks is an interesting place. They, um, it's a very special place. They don't necessarily market themselves to the outside world. It's kind yeah. of like the best kept secret. Yeah. Um, and part of their business focuses on celebrity and part of it focuses on cause. And what they do the best is where cause, celebrity, and that pop culture moment intersect. Yes. They're there. Yes. Um, and, and I loved that. I loved being able to, because a lot of the times um, you might be excited about a cause, but in PR, a publication probably won't be as excited unless there's a celebrity attached to it. I love that. And so many celebrities, you know, have their own sort of foundations and different things that they're working on as well. And so I think that's one of the things that I, I'm so interested in about Sunshine Sacks is they have, you know, this great celebrity angle and things that the celebrities are passionate about. And then they have all of these incredible nonprofits and matching the two together is like exactly. really amazing. It's, it's brilliant. So that, that was a lot of fun. Um, I got to work with clients ranging from Microsoft's search engine Bing, yeah. um, where we did all this cause-related marketing campaign around teachers, um, connecting to DonorsChoose.org, which is a fabulous organization. Mm, I love DonorsChoose. Um, and, uh, I, I got to work for do something.org, um, which is a amazing organization that takes what people might call slacktivism and, yeah. and brings it to another level. Yeah. So actually gathers together, um, a lot of, uh, 20 somethings, older teenagers, mm -hmm. and gives them the opportunity to really, um, have a voice. In an, in an easy yet impactful manner. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So yes. that it's not the same level. It's, it's selective, selectivism that matters, that actually does something. Exactly. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. Totally get that. Tell me a little bit, when you were landing at Sunshine Sacks, yes. did you did you discover that? Like, were you searching for something like this and then just found it? I'm wondering about people early in their careers, young women who were much like you, mm -hmm. want to do something that matters, mm -hmm. who have, you know, maybe a background in marketing. Um, how do you find that kind of space that, that means something? Is it, were you looking within the nonprofit community? Like how did, how did you discover that? I think I got lucky. Um, yeah. I had a friend who said, wow, I know somebody who works at Sunshine Sacks. It sounds it's like it's a perfect place for you. And so mm -hmm. I went on the interview and it was like, this is this is a great match. Yeah. So it's, I think it's a lot about kind of talking to people and expressing what's exactly, important to you. Exactly. Making sure that you have um, good contacts, that you're constantly letting people know if you're looking to move or, or just, you know, having conversations about um, openings that they're aware of. And now with social media, it's so much easier to be sharing those across the board. Um, I do, you know, another organization that's great is idealist.org. They have a lot of really socially conscious job listings. Um, at one point I did work with them at Sunshine Sacks as well. Wow. Yes. That's a great tip. That's mm -hmm. actually a great tip for mm -hmm. our listeners. Okay. So you're at Sunshine Sacks. At Sunshine Sacks. Yes. Okay. One of the clients there. Yes. Towards the end um, of my of my stint at Sunshine Sacks, I got the opportunity to work with Girl Scouts of the USA. The best. As you know, I'm a huge fan. Yes. Troop 483 for life. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I love it. I love it. Yep, it's true. Well, 
I've got to tell you, I, um, at first I was, I was like, okay, you know, this, this sounds awesome and it's probably going to be cookies and rainbows and all of that good stuff. (laughs) And then, and then I got to really dive in and it's so much, so much more than cookies and and rainbows. All of a sudden my, my women's studies, you know, past came back up and, um, I, I, at that point, um, was about to have my second daughter. It was just, my life had came full circle. It was all there. This is something I'm so incredibly passionate about. And um, I am so lucky to have the opportunity to work on this um, on this account. And I I didn't want to stop there. I was you know when you're on when you're on the agency side, you're pretty much um, implementing other people's strategies. Yes. I didn't want that. I wanted to yes. drive the strategy. Yes. I wanted to you know. I started being the you squeaky oil. Like, yeah. Let me change this. Let me change that. Yeah. Um, so at at uh, you know one point, I did hear that they were possibly looking to hire in house, and so I started having those conversations both on the Girl Scout side and at Sunshine Sacks. Um, and so that must have been interesting to have to navigate that kind of conversation, um, both with the agency who uh, I'm sure loved having you as an employee, uh, and also the client who loved having you as their agency representative to actually go and take the next step and go to Girl Scouts. Give me a little bit of kind of thoughts around how how you did that and how it ended up um, working so well. I mean, it was everybody was thrilled. Definitely, definitely. Well, I was definitely worried about having the conversation. I think pretty much anyone be, would be because yeah. you're feeling like you're abandoning right. and, and maybe you're, what you're doing is not quite right. But then on the other hand, um, it's something you're so passionate about and you need to look into the future, you know, several years down the line, et cetera. So I spoke to a couple of different people at Sunshine um, and they were great. They were great about it. So awesome. So sometimes these things work out. I mean, they, they understood. I sort of painted the picture of where I am now, how my life has, you know, been changing a little bit with the two daughters. Yes, of course. Um, and that this account has just really given me new perspective and new life as far as my career goes. And I would like to see where it takes me. And by the way, I'll bring you guys along with me, right. you know, most likely to continue that agency client relationship. So it was a win-win for everybody. It was a win-win. And I yes. think, I think it's clear from the way you position it, that it's just a win for all sides. It's a win for you professionally in your, in your own development and your passion. It's a win for Girl Scouts, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's a win for Sunshine Sex because they're still, then they have a real kind of ally on that side too. So it's somebody who's really invested in their success too. Exactly. And they've, they've been with us. I mean, I've been at Girl Scouts now for almost three years. And so they've been with us um, the whole time and we have, we've got a great working relationship. So let's, let's talk about Girl Scouts. So Girl Scouts has been around a long time. How long has Girl Scouts Over been? Over a hundred years. Over a hundred years. Yes. And so you get to Girl Scouts. Yes. And you are tasked with, you know, kind of increasing awareness, increasing press, making it fresh, exciting, and new so that people aren't thinking, oh, it's just cookies and rainbows. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about how you did that. It's, and, it, and part of it's just the way my mind works. Yeah. Um, I like to think Okay, so if, if, if I'm in just regular public relations, yeah. my job is to communicate interesting stories to generate press. Yes. I wasn't getting those interesting stories. Mm. So I started saying to myself, well, let's make up, make, let's make some interesting make stories. Yes. Um, let's do something crazy over here. Let's try and get a partnership over here. So I, I kind of went out of my purview. and. Yeah. People were, were pretty cool about it. They, they kind of saw the vision and they saw 
um, oh wow, this this might be something really interesting to do. Um, one example was um, we we launched Digital Cookie. Amazing! Uh, two, Don't even get me started on Digital Cookie. Ago. Yes, <laughs> which and that was the most incredible opportunity. I mean, talk about the Girl Scout Cookie Program for the first time ever having a national platform for girls to create their own online businesses essentially. Yes. So, and we'll get back to that in a minute, but as part of that, one day I was like, well, you know, International Consumer Electronics Show, yes. we need to be there. We need to be there, right? Huh. How insane would that be to stand out there, all of these men, middle-aged men that are going to a technology show, the United States of America is really far behind in um, introducing girls to STEM. Yeah. It's kind of our responsibility to be there as Girl Scouts because oh. we focus on STEM a lot. So we worked really, really hard. We did not take for a no for an answer many, many times. And um, I mean, there's so many legalities and this, that and the other. And we got there. And um, the Wall Street Journal actually said that we were the most important people there. For that year. What a phenomenal story. And so it's just about really thinking different. It's thinking outside of the confines of what would be typical kind of PR for you. It's, yes. it's unbelievable. So it's just taking, and so since, since starting there, you know, my role now does involve um, partnerships, public affairs. It's, it's kind of taking all of that and figuring out what that big media moment will be for us. Uh, um, so we've got, we've got, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. Um, that's going to be really, really exciting. And, you know, everyone says, wow, I can't believe you were never a part of that before the 90th parade. We've been around for over a hundred years, you know, similar timeline and tradition. Um, so that'll be really fun too. Wow. That is really, really exciting stuff. How would you define the Girl Scouts today? What the Girl Scouts program is like today? I love that question um, because everybody assumes we're still cookies, crafts, and camping. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's definitely it's a part of who we a are. A part yeah. of who we are, and it's an important part of who who we are. But probably not for the reasons why you think. Um, Girl Scouts of the USA is a leadership organization. It's the largest, oldest leadership organization for girls in the world. And I feel like today most adults um, and caregivers don't necessarily know how to interact with the word leadership. They don't know what it means. They don't think it's something a child needs is to ready know, to, right? yeah, you know, like right. how do you explain that and to how can you teach leadership a child? In their mind? Right. Um, there are so many easy ways to yeah. start integrating leadership into your child's life. I mean, let them make decisions. We talk so much now, or, or at least I'm reading a lot of these stories about helicopter parenting. And, and I get that. I get that. We want our kids to be safe. We want them to be successful, but not to their own detriment. Right. Kids, girls especially, need to learn how to feel confident and actually try new things. So take healthy risks. Taking healthy risks can be something as simple as stepping up to somebody you don't know and introducing yourself. That's scary. That's scary when you're six years old or even 12 years old. Yeah. All the way up to, you know, going into a science class that's all boys. And secondly, children need to be exposed to failure because if they're not, they're never going to learn how to overcome it. Mm. And um, we know that girls, especially one of the number one reasons why they don't try something new is because they're scared to fail. Mm. Can you imagine that? I can. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean but, like, but I cannot. So I can, but I cannot. Yes. You know, it's, it's just. Um, I, I think it's pervasive through, through, um, the culture of Mm -hmm. today's world. I think for young girls, it's the fear of failure. I think it's the, um, 
it has, it has, there's so many things it has to do with, but I know as a parent, um, some of the things I see around, around helicopter parenting and just the, the pressure to succeed at all costs. And, you know, it's like they, they are afraid to even try because what happens if you don't succeed, you know? And I think that that, that to me is something I've watched time and time again with my girls. Well, and with social media now, it's everyone sees that you didn't succeed or yes. they see that you don't have this perfect. Yes. Yes. I was going to ask you this because I think it's very interesting. Does the Girl Scouts take any kind of either educational or, or stance around um, young girls' use of social media as they come into that kind of preteen space? Do, is there any workshops or anything that you do around that? Um, as part of Digital Cookie, we, we were really excited. You know, it took us a while to get this yeah. together. Yes, yes. Um, the girls have been asking for it for a while. Yes. And, you know, we have to move at the speed of girls, but it was very important for us to have a program that was safe, scalable yes. and smart. So yes. smart so that yes. they learn, right? Yes. Um, so not only are they learning to set up their own businesses online, but they're also, this is their, depending on how young the child is, this is their first online, yeah. you know, digital footprint. Mm -hmm. They're not posting a weird selfie. Right. They're not, you know, right. they're, they're actually doing something that's educational and smart and it's going to help them uh, kind of navigate what comes down the line. In, in my opinion, I think yes. that's an important first step. So it's giving them their actual first step in a very safe way. Yes. That's incredible. That's yes. incredible. So they have their own, their own profile, their, you know, all of um, the goals on what they want to do with their cookie earnings to make the world a better place or to help further educate themselves. It's really, I would imagine that the digital cookie program mm -hmm. has helped the overall cookie sales immensely. I mean, I, that I've, I've seen, you know, when, when I started uh, as a troop leader, my daughter was a daisy yay. and then she, yay, and then she <laughs> became a brownie. Uh, and then as she became a Girl Scout, that's when Digital Cookie was okay. introduced. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw my ability to help her get to where she wanted to be. I mean, it just, it just opens it up in a whole different level. It opens it up and it also mirrors what's happening in the global economy. Right. So if, if yes, there's nothing that's going to replace a door-to-door -door sale where you're actually interacting with somebody yes. and, and looking them in the eye yes. and not taking no for an answer. Right. And it's an important skill to know, right? It's How to look somebody in the skill. eye, especially in our phone-driven age. Like the door-to-door -door is very, it's still right. very important. Right. And, and just like, you know, businesses have the brick and mortar yes. location, yes. you also need the digital yes. realm. So this is... So it's been very successful. It's it's been very successful, and I, I do think um, another challenge that Girl Scouts have, um, meaning the organization, um, people don't necessarily understand the cookies. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, and I know as a troop leader, you do. Um, obviously, the girls learn a lot of skills yeah. through selling the cookies, um, but then they have those cookie earnings that they can use. Um, it all stays local. So. Right. Part of it stays with the council to help power better programs for girls. And then the rest goes to the troop and the troop together sets a goal and sets a business plan on how yeah. they're going to achieve that goal. That's amazing. That's it's working phenomenal. together. And, and people are always a little bit, well, I don't know what, where the money is going and this, that, and the other. And, and we just, it's a challenge to really oh, so it's educating that. people who are mm -hmm. outside of the, because when you're in the program, it's very clear. I right. mean, to me, it's like the benefit of the girls learning that in their contributions, the more they sell, the more they earn for their organization to give back and do good. It's like, that's it's no, completely there. It's it a is. no brainer, but it I, I guess any on the, person on the street who might may or may not buy the cookies, you, you are, have to overcome that. You're investing. Even if you don't like cookies, you're yeah. investing in 
girl leadership, yeah. which is invaluable. There's so many statistics on how um, a girl is really one of the best ROIs out there um, when it comes to hmm. um, the global economy and new businesses. So, Amazing. Yeah. So it, to me, it seems like some of the things that you're doing uh, to kind of cut through more generic clutter, like, like what you're talking about, about being at CES is like, that's what's helping to kind of change perspective around that. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. So doing something unexpected yeah. gets you the attention so that people start listing a little bit more, I think. I love it. I love it. Okay. So Sir, talk to me a little bit. You are on all the social ladies. Talk to yes. me a little bit about your own personal social media usage. Are you a heavy social media user? Are you a steer clear? Where are you in the social media space? I'd say I'm in the middle. Okay. Um, so like, like most moms, mm -hmm. um, my age, at least I think I, I love having the ability to share my family pictures yeah. and stories, et cetera, with, with, um, all of the important people in my life. I have started relying on social media so much more for news consumption. Yeah. And I know, I know yeah. everyone's headed down that path, but, yeah. um, for me that I think that was a change that happened maybe three years, three or four years ago. Um, and that's great. It can also be very overwhelming because it's, it's very overwhelming coming at you and all. It is um, actually appropriate for where you are in your life. What you mm -hmm. find is that it goes um, uh, in the earlier stages of social media usage. You're all about um, connection with friends, and then there's it's link sharing and and taking in information as you as you become a parent. There's a lot more um, media consumption on yes. social and news consumption. So it's it's actually makes all the sense that that would happen for you. And I love the newish Facebook feature where you can save the articles for later. I don't yes. always go back to them, Me but too. I have a Me whole too. bunch saved someday. <laughs> it's hard not to get overwhelmed though. Yes. It is hard not to get overwhelmed. It's true. Wonderful. And your favorite network. What's your favorite social network? You Facebook girl? Facebook. Facebook. Yes. And I know I, I, I need to be better on Twitter. Um, if I, if I'm looking for that breaking news, I mean, I know and Twitter's a place to go and yeah. I, and I will, but yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily focus on my presence there yeah. as much. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, and so if people want to connect with you, should where should they go, LinkedIn? LinkedIn, yes. LinkedIn. LinkedIn, okay, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Follow Stuart Goodbody on LinkedIn and connect with her there and learn all about the incredible ways she is empowering young girls in leadership at the Girl Scouts. Thank you for being such a great guest today. This was so much fun and I just want to make sure that Everybody out there who has a special daughter, niece, et cetera, in their life, please go to girlscouts.org slash join to consider either being an adult volunteer or um, signing up for girl. I have to tell you, um, I completely agree. Um, and in my own experience as a troop leader and as somebody who both of my daughters were in the Girl Scouts and really benefit from it benefited from it uh, in some pretty incredible ways. And so I do, I do hope you all get on there right now. Thank you for having me. You are a fabulous social lady. I love it. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.